Two KG Sports Minds have created a podcast to answer one very important question. What's the spread? Now here are your hosts, Brad Thomas and Miles Markowitz. Welcome in. What's the spread? A very special edition uh, on the road this week and uh, also looking like next week as well as you guys very well know Brad and I uh, do have jobs that take us around the country here. So uh, still want to make sure that we get this podcast going, get our picks out there. It won't be as long winded uh, as we usually are. Uh, You know that we really like to get off topic, but we're just going to kind of do some rapid fire football picks this week. Brad, how are we doing? Yo, I'm excited, dude. We did. We killed it in the in college football last week. I'm glad to be able to talk about sports. Like like you said, we're on the road, but we're still going to get our picks out for everyone. All right, so let's go ahead and get right into it, man. Uh, one of my favorite nights of the entire football, not just football year, but the entire sports year, the annual whiteout game in Penn State. That's where game day is. We got 16-ranked Michigan, number seven Penn State. Penn State, nine-point favorites at home. Who you got? Miles, I'm going to have to make this simple. I'm taking the points here with Michigan. Um, Michigan not doing very well against the spread, 2-8 and eight in their last 10. Only beat Pitt by 7. But honestly, you think about it, after that Wisconsin game, Michigan's a different team. They need to get punched in the mouth real quick. Um, I think I think 9 points is a generous amount because if, if it's a 4-point game, 7-point game, in either direction, you still win with the Michigan cover. Yeah, it does concern me uh, for any Penn State backers that the line is going in that direction. I mean, I, I think it opened at somewhere around seven, and it, it, it seems to be continued to move in that direction because it's already at nine right now. I, I, I'm going, I'm still going to go with Penn State here, minus nine. I haven't seen enough out of the Michigan offense uh, to make me believe that they can go into this wideout game and put up enough points. Uh, to cover the spread. So I actually like a 10-point victory for Penn State here, although I do think it'll be close the entire time. What do we got next? Cool. Next, we have number 12, Oregon, at number 23, Washington. Oregon is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Miles, tell me who you got. All right. So Oregon was my pick to win this division preseason and the pick to win the Pac-12. So that is going to factor into my decision here. I am still going with Oregon here on the road, minus two-and-a-half Another offense in Washington where I really haven't seen enough out of uh, a team that I usually respect very much. But here's the difference with Oregon this year, Brad, is that Oregon is getting it done with great scoring defense, uh, disciplined coaching, limited turnovers from Herbert. And I like that uh, for them to uh, get rid of their road woes in this one and come away with the victory. Yeah, very terrible on the road. But let's put last season in the past. I'm liking Oregon here as well. That win over that 45-3 to win over Colorado was enough to do it for me. And Oregon's coming in, winning last season with by a field goal. So I'm Miles. I'm on the Oregon train. Uh, that Colorado game taught me a lot, and it's not like that's just the one game. They've been playing tough all season. Outside of that Auburn loss in a game, they still played pretty well. And they showed me enough this year that I feel comfortable even picking them on the road here. I I never Absolutely. thought that in a you know in this big division game that I would be picking against the Huskies, but it's it's been that kind of year in the Pac-12. All right, let's go ahead and go over to another one of the Big 12, number 18, Baylor. Number 18, Baylor, undefeated at Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State, three-and-a-half-point favorites. Baylor has been one of the best stories in college football, and as we said over the past weeks, you and I saw this coming with this program on the rise. But here at home, I'm still going to go with the Cowboys. There's been enough um, chaos in in the middle of the Big 12 this year uh, that it's really going to lead me to take the home team with such a small spread. Yeah, 
honestly, three and a half is not too much for me to be worried about. I'm taking the home team as well. Let's just put it this way. They played against Jet Duffy, the backup quarterback for Texas Tech. And Jet Duffy almost beat him 33-30 overtime win. They needed some luck. Oklahoma State's coming in the game with 52 yards per game. And uh, Spencer Sander is, is completing 63% of his passes. Enough for me to want to take it. But another trend that I really liked, and I tell you guys not to get too heavy on trends, but 5-0 and against the spread in their last five following a loss is Oklahoma State. So I feel confident in that, in that spread for to take it, honestly. And Baylor was lucky to get that win against lucky. Texas Tech. Last week, there was no way that they should have come out of it, and they were at home. Yeah. Uh, so I, 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 I agree with you there. I think the Cowboys have looked more impressive in their wins. All right, so we're going to end it with another Pac-12 clash this weekend. Uh, kind of a Pac-12 showcase uh, for for that conference here. Number 17, Arizona State. Number 14, Utah. Utah, 13-point favorites at home. I'll go ahead and start here. Another situation where we've got a, uh, a lot of parity in the Pac-12. It's the middle of the conference. Uh, I'm going to take the points here, plus 13 with Herm Edwards and Arizona State, and uh, say that they're going to have enough to at least keep this one within two touchdowns. Miles, we're going to agree on this one. I'm going to take Utah. I'm a little bit afraid of the 13-point margin, but it really feel, I really feel like Utah is, is really gaining some traction, finally starting to play well. This slopping of Oregon State, 52-7. to I know this Arizona State team is playing tough. But the last six games that Arizona State has played Utah, they're 2-4 and four against the spread. And let's remind you, Tyler Huntley ended his season last year against Arizona State. So I know he's going to come out fiery. Zach Moss, Tyler Huntley show, I, I'm, I'm all for it. Just to be clear, though, you're going with Utah. I'm going with Arizona State. Yes. Okay. Uh, so that's good. We uh, got 50% of our picks were agreeing there in college football. Looks like, what was that? Oregon, Washington, Baylor, Oklahoma State. Okay, I like it. Uh, let's go ahead and roll over into the NFL where – you know, it's funny, Brad. I like to uh, put these games in order of, you know, most relevance and most importance. And, you know, with these four games in the NFL, I really couldn't decide. We've got some great, great matchups, matchups on yes, Sunday. Absolutely. Uh, first matchup, we have the Vikings uh, at the Lions. Vikings are a one-point favorite. I'm going to kick this one off, Miles. The Lions, I am impressed with everything they have done. 5-1 in the, and against the spread in their last six. Heartbreaking loss to the Green Bay. But the Vikings, Kirk Cousins finally had a dominant game, 333 yards, four touchdowns, one interceptions. Maybe that was their wake-up call they needed. I'm going to take the Vikings minus one on this on this game right here. Kirk Cousins looked great last week. Uh, definitely got the offense going against a uh, what seemed to be a porous Eagles secondary. Oh my God. I know they're banged um, up, but dang. Yeah, but yeah, it was uh, it was a rough day for them. And Minnesota really starting to find their identity. There's no doubt about it. Uh, one point favorites here on the road. I'm going to go the other side here with the Lions. I've just been very wary of um, away favorites in the NFL this week or uh, this year. And, you know, the Lions should have won that game in Lambeau on Monday if it were not for some horrendous officiating. Uh, so I'll, I'll go ahead and go with Stafford and the Lions. Galladay, man, he's wow. uh, he's really coming on as one of the best receivers in the league. Yes, absolutely. All right, let's go ahead and go over to the Ravens at Seahawks. The Seahawks are three-and-a-half-point favorites, and if you listen to our podcast on a regular basis, you know that I very rarely, if ever, pick against the Seahawks at home. So even with the new additions for the Ravens secondary and how competitive that, that they've looked with Lamar Jackson, the Seahawks are still one of my favorite teams in the league this year. I'm going to go ahead and take a minus three-and-a-half. Miles, you already know. We talk about this all the time. The Seahawks are a different team at home, 7-1 and one in their last eight home games. There is no way I can back the Ravens here. Not only do I think that 
Russell uh, Wilson is a better quarterback than Lamar Jackson. I think the Seahawks are a better team than the Ravens, even with the new additions. So I'm going to go ahead and taking the Seahawks and the points there. That was, uh, I'm glad that we agree there because there are just some traditions on this show. And what, one of them is backing the Seahawks at home. Another one is backing the Patriots always. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So and that uh, usually works out for us because uh, trends in history uh, will very rarely steer you wrong. All right, let's go ahead and go over to the Texans and the Colts. The Colts are one and a half point favorites here, and I'll go ahead and start. This is going to be the third, uh, maybe even fourth week in a row that I am going to take the Texans here plus one and a half. I, I'll be honest, I, I'm actually surprised, even with uh, some big victories by the Colts this year, I'm surprised that the Texans are not the favorites here with how well that they've looked, and I will continue to say that I think Deshaun Watson is turning into an elite quarterback in this league. I'm talking top two or three. The Texans continue to impress me, so I'll go ahead and take them with the points. Let's go ahead and call this a Vegas overreaction here. Um, we know the Colts defeated the Chiefs 19-13. They're 7-1 in their last eight home games. I'm taking the Texans as well. Uh, Deshaun Watson just playing great football. Their offense is finally getting it together. Not only did they play the Chiefs, but they beat them by a, they beat them by a smaller margin but scored more points. I think the Texans, even without Bradley Roby, Bradley Roby out for the, out for a couple months, I think the Texans are a great team. Sean Watson is going to steer them straight into this straight into the championship. They're going to win their division. I think it's going to be hands down. All right, uh, what do we got last? Next last game we have Saints at Bears. Bears are a three and a half point favorite. Mitchell Trubisky has taken all the first team snaps. You know what? I don't care. Don't don't fix what ain't broken. I'm going the Saints. I'm taking the Saints here. I, the, for me, what the Saints do is they play really good defense and they don't turn the ball over. What the Bears do is they play really good defense, but they turn the ball over. I'm going with the team who turns the ball le- over less, has the better offensive weapons. I have no problem at all backing the Saints here. I could have said it better myself. When I saw this spread originally, I thought it was a typo. I was like, wait, hold on. Saints are getting three and a half points at the Bears. Brad, I don't care that Trubisky's been out. Even with him in, yeah, the Bears' offense, uh, right, uh, they've looked completely lost. And we're talking about a Saints team that even when they lose their Hall of Fame quarterback, they have not lost their identity. Yeah. Playing great defense, not turning the ball over. Bridgewater is doing just what they have asked of him. So even if the Saints don't win the game, give me plus three and a half all day long here. I'm 100% in the greens. Okay, I'm glad. So let's move over to our underdog section where you're whipping me, whipping my behind. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and uh, check back in on the standings just because I love to see it. Uh, I'm uh, sitting at the top with 36 points. Uh, Brad, you're sitting there with 15. You're going to need some big victories here. Bring it on. I'll go ahead and start uh, with my picks for the weekend. I'm going to go with a team that surprised me on Saturday against Baylor, Texas Tech, plus seven over Iowa State. I do think that Iowa State uh, is one of the best teams in the Big 12, but Anybody besides Oklahoma and Texas, uh, I think, is a toss-up there in the middle of the conference, so I'll go for a competitive game. Uh, second, I'm going to go to the ACC and uh, take Virginia Tech, plus 3.5 over North Carolina. Talk about another conference full of parity. We thought that Wake Forest was the clear second-best team uh, in the conference until last weekend. Uh, it's really Clemson and everybody else, so I'll, I'll go ahead and go with the Hokies there in a close one. And then finally, I'm going to go with an American matchup. And can we just talk about the American conference for a minute? I mean, this is a this is a group of teams that are really making a statement this year. A yes. lot of good football teams. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take Tulane plus four in an upset over Memphis and in emerging uh, conference there. Losing Connecticut 
after next year. So I'm very curious to see if they uh, get a 12th team there. Miles, I love that Tulane pick, actually. I was going to go that way. Um, that Tulane has a great quarterback. But actually, I'm going to start off and say that we have the same pick with Texas Tech over Iowa State. I was very impressed. Um, even even if Jet Duffy gets the nod, I, I like the way they played uh, last week. Also, I'm going to go with um, Kansas State at home against TCU. Kansas State is the three-and-a-half-point underdog. And the last one, this might just be a wish and a prayer, but Loxley's got to turn it around. I know they're banged up. I know they're hurt. They're a six-point dog versus, versus Indiana at home. Go ahead and turn around, Loxley. I got Maryland plus six. Got to help me. After the promise that they showed in the beginning of the year, let's hope that, that they can – yeah, turn something around. How about a little uh, bonus coverage here, Brad? You know, we, we, we've, we've come to the midpoint of the college football season. Uh, personally, I think that we have our best games of the year ahead of us, uh, most of them in the SEC. Yes. What did you think about Florida LSU last weekend? I, I for one, Florida blew me away. Yes. Florida blew me away, but they, at the same time, they surprised me. They couldn't stop the run, which was really confusing to me because they – they played so well against against the run all season, but God, they kept up. They, that was their game to lose. Well, and we're so used to you know Florida LSU being such a defensive battle every year, and you know LSU with this new offense kind of forcing them to play a different style. Florida did everything they could to keep up, but as you said, I mean, a Florida defense not stopping the run, I don't know, or not being able to even contain the run, yeah, um, was was very surprising. Really took them out of that game because. It got to a point where it was, it was going to be which defense was going to step it up and, you know, give props to LSU for making the correct adjustments because about midway through the third quarter, they really started to run away with it. You know, uh, this weekend, I feel like, you know, we, we don't have too many marquee games, but man, coming up in coming the up SEC is going to be exciting. Bro, that, that Bama LSU game, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping we get a one versus two. I mean, it, it, and it's looking that way. It, yeah, we're inching close to it. I'm so excited, dude. Like, I, you have no idea. I've never been so excited for a football game that I was nervous about. Then we got Ohio State-Wisconsin coming up, which will be the big one in the Big Ten. And then Ohio um, State-Penn you know, State. Oh, my God. Yeah, Ohio State-Penn State. Ohio State-Michigan is always good. Really curious to you know to, to see how the Wolverines come out in that wideout on Saturday. I mean, that's that's really the uh, – I mean, obviously, it's the biggest game of the weekend. But uh, especially for a Big Ten fan, that's, that's really going to shape the Big Ten East race. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. you know, it's – it's been a great season, man, and uh, as as always, it's a pleasure doing it's a pleasure doing business with you. But hey, we still got a a whole another half of the college football season to go. Heck yeah, man! Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to What's the Spread. Uh, be sure to download our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or however you get your podcasts.